you know, no one should know that we go through anything because we're not going through it on our own, of our own, on or of, because it's unto the glory of Christ. And every single one of us have been drawn to Christ. And that's all we want is Christ. And Christ began to feel in our lives with things that we just want so much. Because out with the old and with the new, meaning it went from what I want, how I think, how I feel, to my own advantages, being self-centered, self-motivated every time. We make a decision without God every time we're not Christ-like. But when we say, Father, nevertheless, not I, the life that I now live, nevertheless, not I, but Christ dwells within me. He's the one. He's the one being seen. He's the one being heard. So in all the day long, every step that we take, it should be Christ felt, Christ heard, Christ encountered, Christ mentioned, Christ thought of. Christ perceive in and through us daily. And it's okay that we have to edify ourselves due to a self-evaluation check. But don't ignore the check marks. Don't ignore the red flags. Because sometimes we have to really learn how to hold ourselves accountable and say, you know what? I'm wrong. It's so much easier to admit a mistake. It's so much easier to repent than try to cover one up. Lie on top of lie, then pride is present, then arrogance is present. We could just simply say, you know what? I didn't know, or I'll find out, or I didn't mean to do that, or yeah, I was wrong. I shouldn't have said that. I shouldn't have done that. And that's every single one of our testimonies. I don't have that long to be on here. Have somewhere to go. But I really want to say that we were drawn to Christ, drawn unto God for his will to be done. A lot of times we're not thinking we are, but we're trying to rush him. And I realize if we move in anxiousness, we can move prematurely and we're not ready for things that are not birthed yet. That means it has not reached the season nor the time for it to be manifested naturally for us to release that here in the earth. And if we move before time, we're not going to know what to do. That's why many of us have fallen short now. We keep moving too fast. No, think fast. Don't move fast. And sometimes we start looking around and start figuring out or trying to figure out where is it coming from or how is it like this? Then we start looking at ourselves as a victim. Then we start pointing fingers. All that comes from anxiousness and anxiousness comes from a fix. When it goes for me saying, I want First saying, God wants. See, we purpose here. And while you're here right now, you have to know why you're here. Not just here to dance. Not just here to sing or sew clothes. Not just here for a new recipe. No woody invention. Not just here to marry. Not just here to have a promotion on a job. Not just here to drive around town. Not just here to connect with family. Not just here to declare decree. Not just here to stir up our faith. Not just here to give God praise. Not just here to rededicate our lives. No, we are here for a purpose. 
I want you to hit a P in purpose. Because you are promised for purpose. The entire night, the entire night, I had a whole conversation with angels around me and they kept putting words inside my spirit. They were writing on my spirit. I became you know, a written letter. I became written down and they began to write what they were saying and they began to have me to confess what they were saying in and out my sleep the whole time, the whole time. I never in my life seen demons like that yesterday. God sent a lot of people around me and I had to determine again which one are demonic and which one are not. And this time, none of them look demonic and they all were. Just when I begin to think that they're demonic, did they begin to transform into their real identity? Their eyes became like flames. There were a lot of women too, a lot of women demons too. And I started thinking about it. Wait a second, let's go back. Y'all was once angels. These lady demons were lady angels? Without having a human form, but an angelic form as a woman? Without spur, soul, and body? You are a lady angelically made? And all these men, these fellas without flesh, angelically made as males? And you guys were in the kingdom and you denied what you were called to do. You denied what you were created to do. And that's why you're here as a demon now. Do you know how that has to feel on that side? Satan wants us to try to move prematurely and move immaturely. And I realize, what am I here for? You can't get caught up on what you want when you want it. Because sometimes you may want it bad enough to see what you can do to get it. And we don't look at self because we're self-centered. When we're anxious, when we're thinking about self, we're thinking about self. That means we're victimizing ourselves. No longer looking at, you know, me, looking at who around me. I didn't come back to God for asking for anything that he has said to me. I just want to serve. I just, just want to serve. You got to stay right there. You can't move from that place. You got to just want to serve. Because if you move, you're going to go from wanting to serve to now wanting to be served. And we're not doing it intentionally. No, wanting to be served meaning I want my way. Even though I want you to have your way. It's not. It's his way. It's his plan. It's his way. You understand? You don't want nothing prematurely. You don't want anything that's not for you right now because you're not equipped on the outside. Even though you're fully equipped on the inside, it's not time for you to tap into that and walk that out. You have to be prepared. 
Just because you're preparing and God gives us a word, we can't just run because we have a word. We can't just say, Father, hurry up. It's his will being done. It's what he wants. It's his will, his way. You understand? It's his will, his way. We enjoy his will being his way. Because that's what purpose is all about. You have to know why you're here. One of my teachers today was my last class in that that session, that quarter. And she said something to me that really got me. First, I was up studying for a test. And come to find out she only given 11 questions. But there were 33 uh, different questions to study. But out of the 33, she only gave it 11. And I was like, ooh. And I was so excited. And she said, well, you finished quite early. You did go right I did. And I'm the, I'm like, oh, God. Oh, God. Oh, my goodness. This started out like it's a challenge. And then I said, you know what, God? All the glory and honor belongs to you. I'm not going to stop. You, have to, you guys have to come with me. I'm walking around. It's just that type of episode today because I don't have long to be in here. Let me tell you what I received a word of this person said to me. I written it down on what? <laughs> Here it is. My God. Your lifestyle is different. You have to accept that, Quenisha. Your lifestyle is different. Get used to hearing that. Get used to people who don't know you encountering that. No one's going to really just talk about you being so different all the time. But people see you. They already know. You're not, you know, usual. You're one of a kind. And it's not that it's just you, you know, one of a kind. It's just that the kind that you are due to God shaping you regarding your identity as mankind, as an individual, it stands out. You have... The lifestyle as a watchman. That's why your voice is the way it is. That's why the might is the way it is. That's why the groan is the way it is. That's why the roar is the way it is. That's why the word is the way it is. That's why you up the way you are. That's why you're flooded in all the time. That's why everything about you is just different. Because you have to be on a watch. You can see, you travel and build churches, meaning building people, keeping people where they need to be kept. See, you got to know your purpose. Discipleship. Missions. You are watchmen. You give warnings and prophecies, you know, and you have to average it out to make it comforting because you can't just give, give, give. Words that are warnings that people need to make corrections. You got to also average it out with comfort. And that's why a lot of times I go back and redo episodes, redo teachings. Like, God, I don't think that should have been so. But when it comes to your anointing, you can't talk to God about talking him out of what he used you to say. 
But I have these conversations honestly with him all the time. Not going to lie to you. God, can you say it in a different way? You know, how about you use somebody else? It's not easy because, like, you cannot allow what God used you to say and do cause you to think, you know, of pleasing people, of wanting to be, you know, in a friendship when we are friends. You can't think about, you know, popularity. You can't think about all of that when you walking in your calling. And this, when this woman said, this pastor said to me, that's why you don't have no friends. I was like, oh my gosh, you know, now I do. <laughs> no, God took them all away. Did he not? Yeah, he did. Because you have to watch. You have an assignment. You have to watch. And guess what? My whole life I was called a, what is it? The thing that stands in the middle of the ocean that lights up a lighthouse. I was always called a garden light or a lighthouse. And I was like, why they call me that? I get it. It surrounds the light. It watches. It, it has people to know what's going on. And it circulates the atmosphere. When you find out exactly what you called to do, you submit to that. You commit to that. And nothing else really matters outside of that. Now, I thank God for every dream and every prophecy, but I cannot allow it to have me to be distracted during the time of it being preached to not be distracted. The words that's coming forth from people who are called by God is preparing you and I for what we are walking in. Whenever you hear what's going on, you better pick it up because that's what you're walking in. Hallelujah. <laughs> Glory be unto God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Just giving God praise. A lot of times we're panicking for nothing, being anxious for nothing, nothing, no reason at all. And all we have to do is give God all the glory, all the honor, and all the praise. That's all we have to do. Father, I submit to you. I submit myself over to you. I know I want what you said, but you the one said it. You know what's best for me, and we have to stay right there. I don't care if you got to come away with God more and stay away from things that causes you to, you know, be, you know, off-ended. You have to. You have to, I have to, you understand, sweetheart, oh God, you probably like, okay, here we go with this, but you get it, I owe you an apology, that was all of me, that was all of me, I took it off, even though it was true, it's not our truth, we moved on, we're not in the past. There's nothing you can do. Nothing I can do. In any other sense that we will want to. But give God praise. And give God thanks. And most importantly, stay focused. We can't put burdens on each other's backs. We can't rush each other like that. <laughs> 
Now, I'm not saying you are, I am. But there's nothing more challenging than to hear you say or you hear me say, come on, come on, come on. You think I don't want to come? You think I don't want this? You think I don't want this? You better stop tripping. I'm interceding for this. And I start wondering, what am I rushing for? For what? I'm not even rushing, but what am I wanting it for? See, you got to know the purpose. What for? Because of the visions, the dreams, that shall too come to pass. But I'm, I'm in here, out here and about here. I got some great, you know, projects going on that's going to make news. And I got to stay focused because the devil is trying to steal those things from me. That God be glorified. You know, I'm a woman that's not afraid. You know, I go anywhere he send me. I go to any government. I will go any anywhere. And that's where I'm going now. I'm not playing around. Still waiting to hear from Dan Quinn. Lift that up for me. Seeking to get in touch with Monique, Cat Williams, and all of them. And pray for them because you two, all of you basically, paved the way for each other as family. Don't you dare that the devil had caused you guys to give up on each other and talk about each other and bash each other now. Queen of comedy, kings of comedy, what y'all doing fighting and fussing for? Don't let nobody pay for you to sell your soul for a cup of cognac and $10,000 on YouTube. Oh no, we're not about to do this. See, God got me going places that it will be like, uh, how you going to get there? <laughs> Already there, not even playing. So just lift me up as I lift you up. Got to stay focused. I can't think about them and think about how fine you are. Now I can think about that while I'm out here doing what he asked me to do. But I can't just stop what I'm doing and be in a dream world. Oh, you're so dreamy. Oh, I love you. Oh, I'm ready for this. I'm ready to be beside you. Yeah, but I have to give birth to it when it's my time. I don't want to push out prematurely. Because then you and I are going to get together and see, this wasn't time yet. Not saying nothing negative, but I'm just saying, you and no. Let God continue to have us to grow in every area, sweetheart. It's not on you. It's not on me. It's not about us. It's about who, Jesus. Come on. I love you. I know you want me. You better. Don't play with me. <laughs> you better want this. <laughs> See, I always got to say something like that. You know what I'm saying? You know you want this. It's like, no, okay. <laughs> ah! God say, I'm graced to say that because it's been a night for me. It's been a morning for me. I declare decree over Sister in Christ over her wedding day. You understand? It will not be what they try to incubate regarding the weather. Oh, no, no, no. You're going to get married in beautiful weather. I don't care if it's cold or not. You'll be able to see outside. Come on. And no one will have no excuse why they can't go because of the roads. You understand? Slippery or wet or whatever. You want to marry that man of God and enjoy. So lift that up too, sweetheart. You now won't be able to <clears throat> stay long. You got you to realize... You know, I pay to get around. <laughs> That's not a, a cheap trip, <laughs> but it's okay. You know, whatever God put in me to do, he's totally putting in me to do. He don't have me to call around. I can do that. 
You know, are you going? Oh, wait, wait, what's wrong with you? I can easily do that. I have teachers that's going <laughs> that would love to pick me up or I meet them. But God is teaching me how to depend on him. See, many don't even know what I go through because they're, they're not even aware. I don't broadcast it. You don't have to be. We don't have to broadcast what we are, you understand, preparing to receive. Now, it's okay to testify God's glory, but you got to be careful with testifying and victimizing. You understand? Because some people could come at you and say, oh, you already know you're good. And some can say, oh, wow. Okay. Well, it, it's going to get better. Oh, what you mean? It already have gotten better the moment I said, yes. And see, you can't allow people to take you where you don't want to go due to how you come off. Got to be careful with that. You know, I thank God for everything. I thank God for every hand that prepared everything. I mean, they were not playing. They were like, man, we are nonstop working for this thing. And I even clowned. I said, you probably have the whole Nigeria up in this piece. You know, that selected few coming. But I thank God for it being her time. You waited patiently for your time. You know, you were open for your time. We don't have to rush that type of time. Time to get married. Time to be with someone. Don't have to rush that. Just enjoy right where you are. I'm trying to tell you. Got to stay and rest. We have to. Because if you're not careful, you're going to become anxious. And then that's going to rub off on me and rub off on you. And then we both, you know, became each other's issue. Because I know you probably was like when you heard the episode. I mean, I'm not feeling that way, Quanisha. I mean, I'm over that. I know what I said. And I know what you said. I know I've been healed from that. I can imagine that's not even going on over there with you. Please forgive me. I would never do that again. I just got frustrated. I did. I got frustrated, okay? I got frustrated. And then I started victimizing myself. And guess what? I'm not even being persecuted. Whatever the devil tried to do, I don't care who he thought he was going to use. It didn't work. It never works because God worked it out. I tried to get her something very nice. I know her favorite color is green, she said. I'll get her something. She likes to eat. <laughs> but very picky, but likes to eat. <laughs> you understand? I just thank God for everything. I thank God for freeing people from feeling in uncomfortable situations. When you're in between two people, sometimes we don't know what to do, what to say. We know what God is doing. We know what Satan trying to do, but we have to stay out of it and let God have his way. It wasn't easy to sit there and deny the devil every time. When I didn't expect him to come in the ways he came in my whole life of being here. No one does. No one purposefully say, I'm going to fall. Yeah, I'm going to walk in a lie. That's what I want to do. Okay, leave me alone. Let me enjoy my lie. And you go ahead and spirit and drew. Let me rob myself. Be quiet. No one does that. No one ever will. I was called out to give a, a prayer today and they put it down for somebody else to do it. And I had no idea the call on my life. That's a very humble call. 
That's why I felt so strange. <laughs> I have a little bit of every prophet inside of me. I'm trying to tell you. Ezekiel as a watchman, don't even play with him. Do you think these dry bones can live? Well, God, if you said it, <laughs> it's what you said. <laughs> Command those bones to rattle. They begin to rattle. They begin to revive in the valley. Come on, come on, come on. He was fired up, in other words. There go Jeremiah. There go Jeremiah, part of him and me. I'm weeping all the time, always crying, always weeping. My heart be heavy when it comes to, you know, passion, when it comes to, you know, repentance, when it comes to, you know, just admitting, you know, what is and what's not. When it comes to other people, just, you know, being so filled with a passion that my worship is in my cry, like Jeremiah. Then here go Hosea. No, Father, you get them. No, it looked like people who do bad getting away with stuff. Like those who doing good are like they're suffering. Just like, I mean, excuse me, Habakkuk. Now Hosea, Habakkuk. You understand? And I was treating you like how Hosea was treating his wife. No, you go and you tell them, oh, God. Those your friends. Oh, Jesus. Everywhere you go, those are your peoples. You better straighten it out. Just like Hosea did with his promiscuous wife. But you're not promiscuous, of course not. But I kept trying to send you the correct stuff that you couldn't correct. It's not my place. I'm not even getting into that. No, we're going to stand firm. Oh, I was so angry at you. Oh, I was angry at you. I was like, you know what? Ooh, ooh, I was not. <laughs> yeah, because I was like, come on now. I felt betrayed by you. I was like, if people do this to me, why you want to? But that's that's Christ, the love of Christ. How can we ever get to the other side if we keep looking at ourselves as victims and seeing things wrong? We have to demonstrate Christ. Don't think nothing negatively. We've been made right. And I was like, man, this is this is a bunch of mess. Just like Habakkuk. And just like uh, Amos, God, get them. You better get them. That's Amos. You better get them. Got Zephaniah, Zechariah, Obadiah. Okay, I, I lifted up before you, God. I spared them for my relationship. Spared them for my love. Come on. You got Isaiah. You know. Releasing the glory of God, the day of the Lord, the portraying of Christ, being Christ-like, remembering the blood and walking that and keep, keep carrying your cross as you walk your walk in life. God has needed a little bit of all of them in me. And the thing is, it's like when you're a psalmist, you have every psalmist in you. I'm trying to tell you, when you're a writer, you have every writer in you. But you are unique, but you still have, because you are in that office as well. It just gets greater with you and greater with those come after you. I feel all of the prophets in me, every single one, all those who were a watchman, all those who had something on their lives that was standing out. Even though, you know, I don't talk about Nazarite. I don't even, I don't even live that lifestyle, but I can feel Solomon in me. Because of his isolating lifestyle. I feel Moses too. 
God has you to do the most courageous things. Did I feel Joshua, you know, having God to do mighty things. Change this weather. You know how many times I had God to change the weather and the time? He kept the time 630 for two hours for me, but it didn't affect any of you. Come on, come on. Talking about some type of snowstorm. I don't care what it's going to be. It's going to be what we say it is. Forgotten. We care about what they say it's going to be. Do you understand? Hallelujah. Got to come together and lift up each other for the day. It's a beautiful celebration taking place all over the world. Hallelujah. So I won't be on here long. Just wanted to say, enjoy yourself. You may be singing at the reception, whatever you're doing. Do it well. Represent the kingdom of God right, like you always do. I changed, I'm going to say represent me, but you're not with me. So represent the king. That's why I said that. <laughs> God said, you can say that, but well, represent me. <laughs> represent me right. Oh, God. God said, you can say that. But represent me well. <laughs> and I represent you with patience. Can we represent when we walk in there with patience? Can we walk in with you and I intercede for each other for? That we be patient, that we continue to stand? Everything that you say, every word that you pray about me, can I walk in that? And you walk in what I pray about you. Can we not rush each other? Can we not try to rush God? Can we not feel like, you know what, I want her right now. Or I want him right now. Can we just say, God, you don't have your way every time I think about you and you think about me. Can we just say that? Can we stay focused? Because it feels so much better this way. It's too, it's too, you know, it hurts. It's too burdensome when I'm trying to, you know, figure out. I don't want to figure out. I don't need to figure out. Because I was pointing at you. Your fault. Then come over here then. You can end this right now. Oh, God. You're probably like, Quenisha, do you know how much I would love to come? Oh, my God. See? Then let me know. I got to push it out. Because had I come over there with you like that, we we on two different pages. Kim, I'm not even like that. I'm not even doing that. It's not even me. I love you. Yeah, I want you to, but you have to wait. I thank God that you stand. Whew, thank you. I cannot make it challenging for you, and I won't. And you, thank God that you won't let me. And I won't even want to, because no matter how much you in love me, how much you want to, but I don't ever want you to be like, I mean, she's saying, she sounds convincing, but I, I don't want you to ever feel like you're uncertain because I'm speaking out of anxiousness. You know, I got anxious. I'm sorry. Forgive me. I did. I did. I did. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. My ride is around the corner. Yes. It was a, uh, it, it, God's, it, what God is doing, basically. What looked like it's a delay, what looked like it's a, you know, a hold up, a, you know, something healed up. God knows exactly when to give it, when to do it. And I'm just thanking God for it. You know, I'm excited about it. Be able to drive again <laughs> on a road again. That I can pick you up. <laughs> I can see now. Q, how you drive? <laughs> Just come ride. <laughs> Stop playing with me. You understand? <laughs> yeah. I thank God for everything. I don't speed. No, I don't. But what I am going to say, I obey all the laws. Yes, I do. God say now. Yeah. 
I obeyed all of them but one important one. Oh God. That means I broke them all back then. Cannot drink and drive and think you can just do the speed limit. My God. What a contradiction in court. <laughs> Thank God I never had to go. Never had nothing like that on my belt. But I obey the law, the speed limit, everything. Yeah. So if you speed, I'm going to say something. If you text and drive, I'm going to say something. I'll be wanting to say stuff. I'm like, no, they probably can handle it. They got it. But if it look like it's in the way, you swerving. Uh-uh. Uh-uh. No, no, no. Put that phone down. Matter of fact, here come an invention regarding that. So you don't have to do that anymore. You understand? I was so I was so you know amazed. Someone was driving with their knees. Are you kidding me? How do you do that? Now I'm not that experienced. How do you do that? I don't even eat and drive. No, I wait. I told you I do everything. How they tell us to say in you know driving class. It always been that way since 16. Yeah, always did exactly what they you know was in the manual. <laughs> yeah. I did. The speed limit, exactly. I mean, maybe, you know, 10 miles over, but that's rare. You understand? Oh, God. I shouldn't tell you that. I feel like you break every law. <laughs> you speed, you text, you eat and drive. It's okay. Long as you receive the wisdom of God regarding what you do. You could be just that good that you can do that. You understand? I'm not going to ask you to teach me. <laughs> you understand? I just thank God that you are deeply rooted and grounded. I love that you're grounded. Oh, my goodness. I mean, you stand on what you believe. You're not moving. And there have been times that we moved and we got back in position. I know. But I thank God for you being deeply rooted and grounded. Oh, it's so amazing to, I, to have a man who do not move. You know, you, you're going to wait to hear in order to do anything, no matter how tempting it may seem. And please forgive me if I, how you'd even feel uncertain. Like, I don't know which one. Well, I don't know why she's thinking, please forgive me. I love you. Let me get off of here, okay? Because, you know, time is escaping me. I love you. Greater seems in us than he's in the world, Buka. I love you. <laughs>